Welcome to the Still Training Podcast. These are intended for our still approved dealers and garden centres. If you're a still customer, thank you for listening, but please be aware that this episode may mention training resources and processes not available to the general public. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Still Training Podcast. Welcome once again to the Still GB Dealer Training Podcast. And as always, my name's Lee. This time I've decided to do something a little bit different. I got together at very short notice with two of my colleagues from the Learning and Development Department for a short quiz based around still machine features. Still machines are identified by a model number. This usually consists of two or three letters followed by a sequence of numbers. For example, an MSA 300 cordless chainsaw or an MS261 petrol chainsaw. In the lawnmower range, there could be an RMA448 cordless machine or an RM448 petrol model. The letters come from the German description for the product. In the case of a chainsaw, this is Motorsäger, shortened to MS. In the case of a tiller, Motorhaken is shortened to MH. And I apologise to everybody for my poor pronunciation. Some but not all of the models may have a letter or series of letters following the model number. We could have an HS82T petrol hedge trimmer or an FS131R. These usually highlight a key feature of a machine. For example, there are HS82T and HS82R hedge cutters. Both cut hedges, but the 82T is for trimming, where the 82R is more suited to large volume pruning. Some of these features come under the letter C, or comfort feature. This indicates there are additional features fitted to the product that increase the specification and improve the user experience. I'm looking forward to this quiz. (laughs) Right folks, I'm joined this afternoon by my colleagues Tom and Ben. So we've got a quiz for Tom and Ben this afternoon uh, and it's basically going to be all about still features and uh, what they stand for. So to start off with, if uh, Ben and Tom, you can give us a quick introduction please and make it nice and polite. Hi everybody, yeah, my name's Ben uh, and I'm one of the trainers here at Steel GB. Thank you Ben. Tom? Afternoon, my name's Tom and I'm also a product trainer here at Steel GB. Tom keeps telling us he's the youngest member of the product training team. Well, I am the youngest member yeah. of the training team. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you choose what you choose what you believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should have multiple choice for the list to show me, really. True or false? Right, we're going to start off uh, this now. This quiz, Tom and Ben, for both of you, uh, you're sort of like a little bit unprompted here. So I've got a load of... Uh, reference points out of the catalogue and these come in the format of uh, letters Um, so for example C stands for comfort feature P will have a reference as well and I'm just going to throw these at you in a quiz format and then you guys are going to have to tell me or tell the listeners what that letter stands for Can I have C as you've given us the answer to that one? There you have it folks We've not even started and the cheating has begun already. 
That doesn't work like that way. It's my quiz. I'm in charge. Okay. So uh, I'm going to do a test one. Yeah. I'll, we'll do a test one. So we'll, we'll say C. You know, what does C stand for, Ben? Lee, C stands for comfort. It means that if a machine has a C in the model name, it's got a comfort feature on it of some description. There we go. Perfect. We like that. So that'll be one point to Ben. Yes. Or maybe two points if it gives a really thorough uh, description. I might give him an extra point. Uh, do you want to have a go, Tom, or are we to get straight into it? I'll have a little go. A little go. Let's go with T. T, there's a few options there, but I'm going just, to go... Just give us one. I'm going to give you one, yeah. absolutely. I'm going to go down the saw route, as that's my uh, as uh, it's my background. Uh, T, for, uh, T for top-handled chainsaws, uh, so arborist saws, climbing saws. There you go, perfect. So, see, I can use T again through the, throughout the quiz now, can't I, for other things? So, just for your information, guys, I've given this quiz a name. Right, go on, Don't worry. It's the wheel of steel. <laughs> nice. Okay. So I've got an app on my phone, and it's a spin the wheel app, and uh, I've put each of the prefixes in this app, and I'm going to spin it up and then see which one comes up. Okay. So that's how it's going to work. I'm going to spin it up on the app, and then whichever prefix comes up and it lands on, I will then decide whether it's going to be Tom or Ben describes that prefix. Are we good to go? Let's we do are. it. So, Ben, to start off with, you've got R. What does R stand for? So, R um, could stand for a couple of things. If you are talking about hedge cutters, R is the pruning version. It stands for rough cut. Yep. So, that's your more heavy-duty uh, pro brush, uh, pro hedge cutter, usually. Um, the alternative to that would be like a, a, a trimming version, trimming version, which you'd use for more regular jobs. The R is the pruning version, heavier duty, that kind of thing. Okay. Well, you, you might regret saying that because what if Tom gets T? You've just given him the answer now. And I win. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, that's cool. So uh, R is for pruning on a hedge cutter. Yeah, it could, be, uh, it could be a loop handle if it's a brush cutter as well. Mm -hmm. um, yep. So you're Without the, a letter after it, it usually means that the model has got the bike handle or cowhorn handle. If there's an R after it, like uh, an FS56R, it means it's the loop handle version. Yeah. Uh, so whatever loop handle is in German must begin with an R. But the way that you can remember it in English is R for ring. Right, so next up uh, is Tom's go. So we're gonna spin the wheel again now. So we've given it a second. Right, Tom, you've got E. E. Uh, let's go for... Let's go for Ergo Start. Ooh. Okay, Ergo Start, yep. So, um, Ergo Start, again, we're going to look at a chainsaw. Um, on a non-C model, you would pull the recoil rope and you would feel the compression through the recoil rope as you pull the engine over. Ergo Start um, comes under the letter C for comfort as a feature. Um, and it basically, as you pull the recoil rope, it charges a secondary spring, and when that pressure in it 
on that spring is greater than the pressure in the cylinder head, it then turns the engine over for you. So you don't get that jarring or kind of, you don't, you don't feel the compression of the engine in your arm. Cool. So it's like an easy start, shall we say, for easier starting procedure, yeah? Yeah. yeah. With that. Okay. Magic. That'll do for us. Right, next up, I'm going to spin the wheel for Ben again and see what we get. Right, Ben, uh, you've got B. Uh, B is, tying in with chainsaws again, B could stand for our quick chain tensioning system. Mm -hmm. uh, again, whatever that is in German, must start with a B. Yep. Um, what that is on a non-comfort version of a chainsaw for example you tension the chain manually with uh, by slackening, slackening off the bar studs and using a, a screwdriver or a flat bladed um, you know combi wrench to adjust the tension of the chain with the comfort versions you've got the quick chain tensioning system that allows you to do it without tools so it's super convenient um, you don't have to find a screwdriver or a spanner anywhere really really good for um you know domestic users homeowner users um to to do so if you put all of those things together it's a you could have a chainsaw there's a comfort version uh, and the full model number if you take um like a typical model be an ms181 so the non-comfort version stops there but the comfort version the full model name would be an ms181 c b e so c tells us that it's a comfort version and then the two letters b and e tell us what those comfort features are. So B's quick chain tensioning and E's ergo start that Tom's just spoken about. Perfect. Sounds good to me, that. Right, so moving on. Tom, it's you up next. We're going to spin the wheel of steel. Right, Tom, this time you've got M. M, uh, thanks, Lee. I'll take M-tronic on that one. Um, so Mtronic um, appears on chainsaws and brush cutters, it's an engine management system. Um, so basically what it means is the carburetor is monitored and controlled by um, engine management system um, in the coil pack. Um, there's a microprocessor, um, we've removed um, high and low um, screw jets and it's now done by solenoid valves. Perfect, even I can understand that, magic. Thanks Tom. Right, so Ben you're up again on the wheel of steel, let's have a spin. Right then, Ben, uh, you've got EC. Ooh, uh, yeah, this one's a little bit more niche. Hello, listeners. If you're wondering why there's a herd of wild horses running up the corridor at the side of the room while we're recording, well, you're sadly mistaken. Due to the intense pressure that the guys are now under, they're now nervously drumming their fingers on the tables. So now you know what that noise is in the background. Who would have thought... It will be so exciting. So EC, when you see that written, that's talking about our brushless motors on our battery machines. So what EC actually stands for is electronically commutated, which okay. is the other way that um, an electric motor can work as opposed to the other version with, with the carbon brushes. So a brushless motor is a more efficient, lower resistance, um, high quality, basically, motor that we use in most of our battery machines. Excellent. And that in turn will give us longer run times while it compared to brush motors as well. Yep, certainly can do. Uh, just makes for a, a, an all-round high-performance package. Yep. Brilliant. Great stuff. 
Tom, you're up next. Just give us one second and we'll spin the Wheel of Steel again. The Wheel of Steel. Tom, you've got ES this time. ES, so I'm going to take that as ES like guy bars. There you uh, go. On chainsaws. Um, so, although there's quite a few different um, types of guy bars that we offer in the range, and it's always good to kind of go back and have a look um, if you're not sure what the others are, but ES Lite predominantly appears in our bigger pro range, um, and the construction of a guide bar is made up of three plates normally. Um, the two outer ones on the left and right-hand side you can see as a, as a consumer or as a user, um, but there's actually a third plate in the middle which kind of gives it its, um, its backbone, its rigidity, I suppose, and everything's kind of attached to it. But on an ES light bar, um, the, um, the, though that plate is there, it's actually hollowed out. So um, if you can imagine on like a, maybe a, a 28 or a 30-inch guide bar, um, by hollowing these uh, the, the, the centre parts out of the pockets out in the middle, um, you, we can save weight, so obviously balancing the saw out and making it less um, uh, fatiguing for operator. Thanks, Tom. Ben, you're up again. Let's spin it up. Right, Ben, this time you've got V. Ooh, V is Vario Drive. Uh, so this is a feature that we have on lots of our lawnmowers. Um, so as opposed to having to either push the lawnmower or having a one-speed drive, you've got a, a lever or a dial up on the handlebar that allows you to control the speed of the drive. So it's kind of a, like an infinite, infinitely variable speed adjuster, I guess. Cool. Um, so rather than having yeah just one set speed, you can increase it however you're comfortable. Sounds yeah. good to me. Right, Tom, this time you've got HD2. HD2, Lee? That's a filter. Not HD2, Lee, just HD2. Oh, HD2. <laughs> okay, so we got, uh, we're got we on air filters now then. Um, so HD2 is an, is an air filter. Um, it's actually gone, maybe a year ago, actually had a bit of a, a modifier, got modified from uh, the actual built the material, went from black to white. That's right, yeah. Um, and you'll find this on our, um, on our professional range of chainsaws. Um, and on our handheld blowers and things like that. Um, so where the where the product is in extremely dusty environments, um, it's now like a, a filter that can be washed out and cleaned with hot soapy water uh, in conjunction with using our Vario Clean. Um, and it was changed from black to white to actually highlight the volume of dirt or the amount of dirt on the actual air filter. Cool. Okay. Good stuff. Right. Let's spin up again. The Wheel of Steel. Right, Ben. Oh, you got a good one here. This one's Formix. Formix, right, yeah. So this is our Formix engine. So Formix is essentially a four-stroke engine that runs on two-stroke fuel. Okay. So uh, it's a Formix engine. We use it in uh, things like our some of our backpack blowers or our brush cutters, combi machines. Um, it's uh, the basically the petrol oil mixture is distributed throughout the engine uh, in through the little four-stroke engine uh, through bypass channels in the cylinder head and it ensures really really good lubrication what it means is because it runs on that two-stroke fuel it's got the oil already in it lubricating the engine so it means we don't need things like an oil pump or 
or sump uh, or oil tanks. Mm-hmm. And it means that you get all the benefits, all the lovely benefits of a four-stroke engine. So the high torque, the, the lower noise, but you can use it in all orientations, you know, on its side, yeah. um, like you can a two-stroke engine. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a four-stroke engine that runs on two-stroke fuel. And, and with having the inlet benefits. and exhaust valves as well, it's a little bit cleaner burning as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah, it's not a... another one of the benefits, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Right, so while we're on the subject of engines then, Tom, we've had four mix. Do you want to uh, give us a, a little bit of an insight into two mix, please? Yeah, of course. Um, so two mix, it's kind of um, it's kind of the, the new update version of what we all know as uh, two-stroke engines. Um, the benefit of, of two mix in our, in our, in our range gives us um, the benefit of extra power or better emissions. Um, through some intuitive kind of technology and design, um, basically it puts a, a pocket of fresh air in between uh, gases going into the engine and gases going out, so it's kind of scavenger loss is minimised. Um, so the actual, you're not losing as much fuel out the exhaust, you know, that's why you get in the two-stroke, you've got a bit of a, like a, a hazy blue burn coming out of the exhaust. Right now, obviously, that's a lot cleaner. And as you're not... That blue, hazy blue burn, that's like unburnt fuel. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually the oil in the fuel yeah. hitting a hot exhaust it's not actually the fuel itself it's yeah. the, the fuel added to the oil that we add in is actually hitting a hot exhaust and smouldering and burning um but to and you'll notice that in the new engines you don't get that kind of uh cool that, that kind of hay so yeah in all round it's uh, better for environment better for the operator more power um yeah all, all round a big big step forward excellent thanks tom So we're going to be bringing it to a close now. We want... So on this occasion, Ben, you've got PM. Thanks, Lee. PM is Pico Micro. So Pico Micro is a cutter profile on some of our chains, on, on our chainsaws. What the, the different types of cutter are for, if you, if you break it down into its two parts, Pico and Micro, Pico... Uh, easy way to remember that is think of Pico as l- like low profile, mm-hmm. so uh, like a physically smaller, lower cutter, which is fitted to our, our smaller chainsaws. Um, so, for example, some of the homeowner chainsaws are, are fitted with Pico chains. Um, and then the other part of that micro is, is the shape of the cutter. So uh, the shape of the cutter, if you if you kind of look... Um, lengthways down down like the length of the bar and look at the backs of the cutters you'll see it's a slightly curved shape it looks a bit like a, a sort of a question mark kind of shape yeah, yeah. Um, and that just it's it's a slightly less aggressive in the cut um, it's a little bit easier to sharpen and again so it typically is fitted to the the more uh, homeowner type of saws but slightly okay. less powerful saws yeah. where the user's maybe not as experienced so yeah. pico micro pico micro Lower profile, um, less aggressively shaped yeah. cutter, and a little bit uh, less forgiving, uh, a little bit more forgiving, I should say, uh, when you sharpen it as well. Yeah, it's the... a bit bit easier to sharpen. Not not so you can't go so so badly wrong yeah. um, if you don't if you're a bit less experienced. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's fitted to that that kind of saw. Perfect. All right. So seeing as we're on on the subject of uh, chains, Tom, I'm going to throw another curveball at you. RS. And this is to wrap up this. RS is uh, again on the uh, on the chain front. Uh, it's at the other end of the scale to where Ben was talking about. So here we're on uh, our large engine CC saws. Um, RS R is for rapid, and S is for super. 
so it's, R is for the actual size of the, of the cutter tooth itself. So I said we're now at the bigger end of the scale. And S is for um, super, and it's now, we're now on full chisel. Um, so it's a much more aggressive, um, it's for a wood pro, to get a much faster um, cutting rate uh, for, for processing timber. Yeah, and I believe uh, we sort of like say, for every one pass of a full chisel tooth, it takes three passes of a semi-chisel That's tooth right, to yeah. remove the same amount of material, roughly. So, yeah. So there we go. Well, thanks for that, gents. Uh, we got there in the end. We've got loads of outtakes to edit and things like that and, and getting to mischief with... Uh, it's Tom's, so, but, Tom's fault. Yeah, the, to, yeah, it's all Tom's fault. That, that'll be for internal purposes only, though. Um, so, <laughs> so thanks, guys. I'll wrap this up elsewhere and we'll catch up with you soon. Do you fancy coming back and doing this again sometime? Yeah, if I don't have to do it with Tom. <laughs> and if I don't have to do it with Ben. Perfect, there we go. That's another two podcasts that we can do, separate ones this time. Cheers, guys. Take care. Thank you. Bye. I think Tom and Ben handled the pressure pretty well then. I'm going to have to try harder next time. Don't forget, if you're a member of the general public and need any more information on steel product features, please contact your local steel dealer. You can also find information in the current steel catalogue, where at the bottom of each product page you will find a legend containing the letter and reference for that feature. There is also information on our website and for our servicing dealer network, don't forget there's lots of information on Steel Academy. That's it from me. I'm just going to wait for the national TV networks to call and snap me up as their next quiz show host. I'll maybe wait in a while. All information was correct at the time of recording. For more episodes, training videos, e-learning courses and more, please visit academy.steel.com. If you have a topic you'd like to hear on a future episode, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know by emailing learning at steel.co.uk. Thanks for listening.